Hello, this is the Big and Small Podcast. I'm Erin. And I'm Miles. And we talk about God and stuff. He is big and we are small. Today we're going to be talking about Christmas and particularly the Advent period, uh, talking about what we do, um, some ideas and some tips on how you might like to think about Advent. And there might be an extensive rant about Santa, but we'll see what happens. Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? <laughs> anyway, what's, um, what's a bit of the, the big idea that um, this idea came from? Why are we talking about it? Christmas is a really busy time. I mean, we're at the shops today. There are cars, people everywhere. Uh, we are filling our time with lots of stuff. There's um, places to go, parties, uh, different traditions and things. So we are doing things. We are busy. We want to just have a little talk, a little step back and think about why. Like, what is the point of all of it? Yeah, I just need to, uh, it's just good to think for a second about um, yeah, how to be intentional rather than just being busy. It kind of seems like the Christmas season comes and it's like a tidal wave that picks you up and carries you to places that you didn't know you were going to go. And then somewhere around New Year's you recover from it all and go, oh, what happened there? Uh, why did we do all that stuff? Uh, and there's a whole bunch of yeah expectations that float around from other family, from your family members and from friends and all that sort of stuff. And so yeah, just taking a moment to think, yeah, a little bit about um, yeah why why we do what we do and all those sorts of things and and kind of the, some of the new traditions that we're putting in place in our family at the moment. So what we're, um, just to start off with, just for some fluff, uh, what were um, what are the traditions in your family, Rune? Yeah, well we um, always went to church on Christmas morning. Um, and yeah, did that as together as a family. And then most of the time, uh, it was just like the five of us. So mum, dad, and my siblings and I. And then um, quite uh, quite a few Christmases, we would have someone from church. So um, yeah, there was a particular lady that we used to invite, or um, yeah, there'd just be just someone who didn't have anywhere to go who would come along with us. But, um, yeah, we'd wake up early in the morning, open presents. Each of us had, and still has actually, when we do presents at my parents' house, like a lounge and a like particular place where you have to sit, and um, which makes it like really funny now that we've all got kids because, like, the kids <laughs> seem to have to sit there. And my lounge was just, like, a single lounge in the corner, so we kind of squish in a bit. But, um, yeah, we would sit there and we would um, often have, like, a big lunch. Um, now, the extended family, we do these kind of amazing uh, international feasts. So we're doing Indian this year. But we used to pretty much have, like, roast dinner um, with party hats. We've got a few good kind of family jokes that have come out of those party hats. And, um, yeah, just all that kind of fairly traditional stuff, Um and then, yeah, we would usually fall asleep on the lounge in the afternoon or when we were all teenagers, we'd go off to Beach Mission the next day uh, up at Lennox Head, which was about, I think, like a 13-hour drive 
maybe a bit less. It took all day. So we'd be up super early, Boxing Day morning. So, yeah, Christmas Eve kind of had this, like, oh, I've got to organise for my, um, for, like, whatever you're doing at, at Beach Mission. Like, a bit of a crazy, yeah, getting ready, ready time. So, yeah, that was always really interesting. And then a super long, like, yeah, long drive the next day. Um, yeah, how about you? Uh, we didn't go to church, but we, yeah, we'd wake up, do presents. It was pretty common presents for everyone. Mum loves to do the stockings filled with stuff from the National Geographic shop mm-hmm. and always be a puzzle, also little, um, like mental puzzles or joke books or a calendar. Um, yeah, we couldn't, she couldn't do a real routine of presents. Um, yeah, yep, there'd always be a book for dad and dad would be reading that for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, we would always have seafood for lunch and then leftover seafood for dinner. And, uh, yeah, there'd always be, yeah, mum would buy always like a kilo of prawns that we would just slowly eat through over lunch. Um, yeah, yeah. And oh, there wasn't much else we did really. There was lots, yeah, it was kind of present time and then food time and then play with your presents time. And then maybe late at night we'd, yeah, watch a movie or something to finish the day. Um, mum loved to do present games, so you'd be like... Be like one year it was like roll a dice and whatever number you get that's the presents we get to open and da da da, da. yeah she loved that kind of stuff mm. just to make it a bit more a bit more novelty yeah yeah that was kind of what we did mm. um, but interestingly yeah we we always got um, presents from Santa which you know in hindsight when I look back at it I was like oh mum you like you bought those presents you wrapped them you did all the work for them um, <laughs> yeah and then Santa got the credit so I feel. Yeah, kind of feel bad about that. But I remember when I when I learnt, yeah, sorry if this is ruining anyone's dreams, when Santa wasn't real, when yeah. I, I saw mum on like, it was like three days before Christmas and she was going to the room looking up into the cupboard and then she went off to bed and I was like, oh, what's in the cupboard? And so I went in, climbed up to the top of the cupboard and like found all the presents. And um, I remember mum being really devastated, like I'd ruined, ruined something. I was ruined Christmas. Yeah, uh, yeah, ruined the specialness of it. I, I wasn't devastated. Yeah, I don't think I... Yeah, I wasn't even shocked. Mm. I kind of think I thought. Anyway, yeah, that was a fun moment. But that brings us to... Yeah, well, we... Like, we definitely did Santa too. I can remember very vividly Santa repaired this doll that I owned um, after, like, I'd written a letter. And... Uh, but I... I don't think I believed in Santa much after that. I was probably in preschool or kindergarten you were the youngest kid though i was the youngest kid and so santa didn't stay for long um yeah but um but i remember mum and dad like loving to like we would be going home on christmas eve and they'd be like oh i think i can see like something up in the air and we'd be like shrieking about getting home um so definitely santa was there but yeah i don't think for long um but yeah it's just a bit interesting we kind of um our kids do not believe that Santa is real um and yeah and haven't um they I don't know we don't well, ban Santa our youngest might he, he's only 18 years old he, he, <laughs> he doesn't like, believe he it. believes a whole bunch of stuff yeah, yeah yeah he mostly believes in balls at the moment but um yeah we haven't we haven't told them that Santa's real and and done the whole Santa thing and I had the other day I don't know if I've told you about this but one of the mums kind of sidled up to me and um and just whispered in my ear does Lucy not believe in Santa and um and I just oh gosh like what has happened and um 
And I said, oh, no, no, she doesn't. And thankfully, Lucy hadn't kind of done any uh, crazy, like, Santa isn't real. You guys are stupid for believing in it because we have had that talk. Like, do not ruin it for other kids. But um, they were just talking about it and this um, particular friend had uh, seen her mum, like, last Christmas putting presents out. And so they were all just kind of trying to figure out whether Santa was real. And Lucy just said, oh, I, you know, I don't believe in Santa. <laughs> and, um, oh, gosh. But, yeah, the mum was totally fine. It wasn't. I've heard definitely people have had kind of very awkward situations um, with the whole Santa debate. But there is there's something particular about Santa. That, yeah, so there's, yes. there's the fun of, the, like, the mystery of that and all that sort of thing. But there is something particular that, yeah, probably is not – we think is probably a bit weird and maybe yeah. not okay. So yeah. I was actually having a really big chat, um, yeah, with our daughter the other day about this. Um, we were trying to talk about gifts and – I was just trying to, well, I mean, we, we talk a lot. She's a pretty deep thinker. I really enjoy to having a chat with her. But just talking about, you know, what is it about Santa that that I don't really like? And, um, and I think it's to do with gifts. You see, like for Santa, you have to be good in order to get the gifts. And if you're bad, you get coal or... Um, I don't know, what is it? It's coal, isn't it? Is it coal? No is there something else in Australia? Well, yeah, I mean... Could be some random tradition that you can make up, like yeah, kangaroo poo or something. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, something gross like that. But it's, I mean, the tradition, yeah, it's you get coal or nothing. Um, so it's you know you better be good because otherwise Santa won't come. Um, and I remember like working in retail in my year off after school, and like all these mums, like so many mums, would come into the shop before Christmas, and just be like, you know, Jimmy stop behaving because Santa won't give you any presents. Like, it's pretty much just this bribery from October that, like, you must behave, otherwise you won't get anything. It's always Jimmy too. Yeah. Poor Jimmy. Jimmy. Oh, poor Jimmy. Rebellious streak. Yeah, but when you tie that idea of good and bad with gifts, um, you really miss the point of what a gift is. You see, like... It's a total empty thread as well. I don't think any parent, although hmm, some there's some really awesome. Surely, <laughs> surely, is like as soon as hers, like some parents definitely don't. Somebody don't has out there cancelled right. Christmas, but um, it is it is for most of us a super empty thread. Um, but the idea of gifts is we give our kids gifts because we love them and because they're our kids. Like I don't not, expect not because they're good kids. Like, Not because yeah. they're good kids, you know, even when they've been naughty, which obviously they have been, because what kid is good all the time? But um, the point just, of a gift... Just our kids. Just our kids. Our kids are great, yeah. Perfection. Um, just like their parents. <laughs> like no kid, no kid. Not our kids, not anyone's kid um, is, is perfect or good all the time. And when you kind of do this little Santa thing, I think it really distorts their idea of what a gift is. That a gift is something you don't deserve, but you are given. And it says much more about the giver um, than the givee. That the, that the giver wants to love and, yeah. and shower their appreciation or their affection on, on somebody. And so I think when this, I mean, maybe you can kind of get where I'm going with this. But that, um, I think it really affects the way we think about the gift of God which is eternal life um, through Christ Jesus. Um, And we kind of think, oh, 
okay, so I need to earn this gift maybe from Santa or from my friend or my family. Um, and so therefore I need to earn this gift from God as well. And uh, we, don't, we don't really understand what gifts are. Um, but yeah, uh, and that's why I think, I don't know, maybe I think too deeply about it, but I, I don't think so. I think that it really does distort your view of what, what a gift is when you, um, when you have to deserve it. And so for our kids, we just tell them, we are giving you gifts because we love you and um, and we want to remind you of also the gre- the greatest gift of all, which is Jesus. And um, I don't know, do you think it's d- diminished Christmas? Oh, that's the biggest question in the world. I mean, it totally, it's totally different for every single person. Um, and it, it's, it definitely changes the nature of what Christmas is about. And it's, it changes the nature of what like the the parent, um, parent-kid relationship is about. Um, because at that point... As a parent, you're using using a fear to inspire good behaviour, mm. which only lasts as long as the fear lasts. So, mm. you know, if that I don't know, if that, I don't know what works. We've never we've never tried we've never tried using the fear of you never get presents. So, um, uh, no, but infin- infinitely infinitely better. infinitely better than um, using fear um, to use your kids uh, to train your kids to be obedient um, uh, is to to show them a better way and show them. Um, show them love and that lo- love um, li- works out in obedience and care for others rather than, yeah, living in fear. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like a, yeah, it's a really scary way to be, to always be afraid of the cost. Mm-hmm. And therefore, yep, and that only lasts as long as the, the fear is there. Whereas, um, yeah, you're trying to do something more with, with kids and Christmas is a great opportunity to teach your kids about, yeah, something that is beautiful and wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, teach them about, uh, yeah, gift giving, uh, generosity, uh, love towards others, um, as we see the greatest gift of all, Jesus, as you know, the Son of God become man, that we might have life now and, and forevermore in Him. And so, yeah, there's, that's what a real gift is, and it's not because we deserve it, not because we've earned it, not because we've been good kids this year. Um, yeah, 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 it, yeah. It just teaches them something about that. Um, you have to earn stuff to get good things. And I think that's just its not true of many things in life, one. But also, it's just not a great way to um, teach your kids to behave. Yeah. It actually it creates an enemy um, out of you, that you're you're this, like, gatekeeper for, um, for their lives. And yeah. I just think, yeah. Not to mention just, like, scary Santa coming down your chimney, watching you, and, like, um, Elf on the Shelf, that new um, kind of fad. I don't know if that's new anymore. But it's a fad. Well, yeah. It's definitely kind of coming out in force in Australia, the idea that there's this elf watching you and he will go back and tell Santa, um, which I know, like, lots of people will do it as a lighthearted thing, but um, but that is, like, that's the, the message behind it is that you are being watched right now and you better watch out. Yeah, that's that song, that creepy, creepy song. He knows when he... <laughs> You're sleeping. He's, uh, yeah, he's he's <laughs> when when you're awake. He knows if you've been bad or good. So be good for goodness sake. You better watch out. You better not shout. Terrifying. But you know, like our story is that we know, yeah, God knows when you are sleeping. God knows when you are awake. He knows when you've been bad or good, but Jesus has been good for you. And so he loves you and has forgiven you. Come to him. Like, I mean, that's not as good a song. <laughs> There's plenty, plenty. I mean, it's a great song. Plenty, plenty of carols that kind of capture that. It doesn't, that. It's doesn't probably, scan yeah. quite a bit. But yeah, the, yeah, the Jesus response to um, 
to yeah to our naughtiness if if, if you like um uh is is to give us the gift of forgiveness mm. and that uh our our joy is that we get to um say thank you and receive that gift and yeah. that that's what a true gift is mm. there's no you don't um have to give one back you don't have to earn one it's the beauty of of receiving that yeah that nature, yeah, it's beautiful. Mm, it is very lovely. But, you know, like we, I mean, in our family, we don't, we kind of don't shun Santa or like call him a dirty word or anything like that. <laughs> and like our younger daughter really, like she told me the other day that she does pretend that Santa's coming, particularly at school. Like mm. when kids talk about it, she's just like, oh, yes, I believe in Santa. Um, and, you know, that that's fine. Like we, they know he's not real, but if they want to like, play pretend like we play pretend about fairies we play pretend about you know lots of other stuff so they can play pretend but yeah i'm, I'm not gonna play it to the point of giving them presents from santa yeah rant done rant done it wasn't very ranty no, though it, it was pretty pretty friendly it's yeah i just think it is a, is a great shame if if kids are missing out on that beautiful idea of gifts so yeah 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 uh, anyway, so given given kind of all that uh, stuff, uh, just thinking about what are yeah kind of what how can you think through thinking through new traditions or habits um, that help us um, kind of delight in the in Jesus for this season in, in Advent um, that remind us about God that help us to enjoy Him more. Um, it seems like most of the Christmas seasons most about kind of being busy. Um, been taken on that tidal wave of, of things to do and, and people to expect, expectations live up to. And so, yeah, we've just got a few thoughts or tips about thinking through, yeah, how do you kind of create new new traditions? Five tips on how to create new traditions um, in the season leading up to Christmas. Mm. N- number one? Yep, so number one is um, keep it simple. Uh, it's... Um, yeah, you really, like, because it is kind of usually uh, quite a busy time where there are just lots of, um, often just family things, church things, um, school things, like we've got a million end-of-year concerts. And I Christmas think, parties um, and things and stuff. Yeah, yeah, there's just, I mean, our next free Saturday is sometime in February. Um, so it's... The 9th of February. <laughs> oh, no, no, it's booked in now. We've got it's a, booked. Yeah, we've been, <laughs> the next one. One after that. So it is, like, just there are a lot of outside things. So when you're thinking about, like, doing things within your family, just keep it nice and simple, like what you can achieve or um, even just uh, add things on to stuff that you're already doing. Um yeah, that is just a kind of easy one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep. Uh, tip number two, uh, work with what you've got. Uh, it's about just recognising, yeah, the season that you're in and the the family that you're a part of. Um, uh, so when you're making decisions around Christmas time, you just got to look at the situation that you're in. Like for some people, um, doing a very simple, uh, very simple Christmas and doing like small, one little change for the, for the season, um, to help them think about and remember Jesus is all you can do because of the nature of your job, the nature of having people in your family, the nature of the people that are in the family. Mm. Uh, and so, yeah, just recognize the place you're in. Don't look at don't Christmas is another opportunity to compare yourself to other people and go I wish I was doing what they were doing or I'm not as good at stuff because I'm not doing what they're doing or Mm. my you know my kids are going to fail at life because I'm not doing the same thing other people it's it's Mm. it's trying to um 
there's an individuality about our walk with Jesus in this season. Um, and so just recognizing, well, what is, what has God have for you in that particular moment rather than, yep, burden yourself with trying to be like someone else. Go, all right, what have I got? Work with what you got. Yeah, this is a big one, particularly when you've get, got kids. Like, you know, there may be some kind of gold standard of like, we'll sit down and have a beautiful family devotion where we, you know, read 10 chapters of the Bible and everyone has a really good discussion. But if you've got toddlers, like that's just not going to happen um, unless your toddlers are geniuses. So just having like just good expectations of what where your family's at or you know you might be really gifted in um, art and crafts and so you'll be maybe you want to do an art and craft a day but if you're not like that um, don't like suffer your children through like doing some crazy Jesus craft that they're just gonna hate um, so yeah just like suit it to them there's um there's no kind of right way to do things and um and yeah, people will actually learn much better when they're kind of learning um, things that they love mm. or in a kind of style, style that really works. Mm. But yeah, we see it like we see it all over social media, what other people are doing. And um, yeah, that just let that be an inspiration, but not necessarily kind of exactly what you need to do. Yeah. Uh, number three. Number three, uh, reflect. This was really good. You came up with this one and... Um, yeah, just really helpful to keep kind of in line with these other two. Reflect on what you're doing and why you're doing it. Um, so even, you know, we started December 1st and we're doing this thing, but then by December 5, wow, that is not working. Mm. Um, so to just keep reflecting and think, oh, yeah, maybe we don't need to keep this up or maybe we can tweak it a bit. Um, yeah, and I'm going to add some more to that. Yeah, or even just um, reflecting about this, the tidal wave that you do get carried on through Christmas and going and just um, reflecting about why why those things happen, um, uh, why, yeah, certain family events or um, why you get caught in the busyness of stuff and why you're saying yes to this stuff and no to this stuff and just um, taking a real moment to stop and reflect about that. Um, and what you, what you get to do in that opportunity is like then you end up with like two, two kind of things that happen I think is one, um, you might stop doing some things. You might go, actually, that doesn't help us in this season. It just makes us more busy, more burdened. It doesn't help us to worship Jesus, and we don't really need to do it. It's just a, it's just a thing that has, it's a non-essential. And so you can kind of go, oh, we can just stop that. And then the other thing that happens is um, the things that you choose to do, um, uh, that you continue to do, or the things that you might um, add in, uh, you will enjoy, oh, no, sort of particularly the things you will continue to do, you will just enjoy them more than more because you'll know why you're doing them. So having the moment to reflect about, well, why do we hang out with those family members on that day? And having the moment to think, about, well, why, why do we do that? Mm-hmm. It's because, yeah, it might be like, well, we don't want to do that, actually, because we, yeah, we don't want to spend time with them um, or we don't think it's a, a helpful thing for them and for us to spend time together. That could be an option. The other one is you go, well, it's a really good opportunity to love those people. Mm-hmm. Um, that you know, This is the season when we remember the gift that's been given to us out of great love and so you have an opportunity to love those people which means you will enjoy and kind of engage more intentionally in those spaces and then you might know if you've never reflected about it. Um, yeah, it's kind of just a question of the tidal wave of Christmas happens. It's a moment to go, well, let's take some time to think about why are we doing those things. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, number four um, is celebrate Jesus and what Jesus was about. Um, yeah, Chris can, Christmas can be a festival of lots and lots of different things. Um, but yeah, as Christians, we want to be remembering um, Jesus' birth and and also not just kind of like sitting and 
maybe even just kind of reading the story and reading the books and doing that kind of thing, but actually celebrating what Jesus was about. So that might look like, um, yeah, reaching out into the community, into people uh, who are in need uh, in lots of different ways. There's so many different ways you can do that. Um, or even just recognising in your family that uh, there is there is a bigger kind of story at play. So when you're... Um, at Christmas dinner with difficult family, um, have a think and a pray about, you know, uh, what what part of like Jesus' mission can I uh, be engaging in right now? And maybe um, that means, yeah, chatting to the person who's a little bit harder and or um, or loving people, serving um, extra hard, or yeah, I don't know. I think you can't can't really know exactly what that looks like but um just to think you know if this if this kind of season is to remind us about Emmanuel God with us then what would it look like for us as uh kind of his um his people here on earth to take God uh to our families and to the communities around us how can we kind of bring that idea of Emmanuel um out to others yeah, and um, just to recognise at the same time, um, for some people, family's just really hard at Christmas. Mm. Actually, it's a horrible experience for some people, and it's really burdening, and it's really complicated, and there's so many things going on in the background. Um, and so you want to celebrate Jesus and what Jesus was about. Um, so in that in that moment with those difficult um, family members, maybe if you're thinking, reflecting, and l- thinking about that in advance, um, you can spend Advent praying for that day, like mm. praying for praying for those conversations, praying for that moment, um, praying for gentleness with your um, with in your heart and peace in your heart on that day, or opportunities to to be Jesus to them, to love them, um, to or and to speak or share the gospel with them. Um, yeah, yeah. So just recognizing. Yeah, we want to celebrate Jesus in all the spaces that we are. Um, Christmas is actually an amazing opportunity to celebrate and then be about the things that Jesus was about. Let's not pretend that's easy. Let's not pretend they're going to get it perfectly. Um, but it's a wonderful opportunity. If that is a hard place for you um, to walk through that with Jesus, to be praying, asking for the Spirit's help, to empower you to be yeah, loving in those spaces, yeah. which kind of leads nicely into the last, last point. It does, which is uh, have grace. Um, Grace at Christmas, uh, you may make the most amazing plans on you know November thirtieth, uh, and they may just crash and burn, mm. and that is actually okay. Um, yeah, don't beat yourself up or burden yourself over things that uh, didn't work. Um, the yeah, I think sometimes we can get so. Uh, worked up on particular issues or programs or um, yeah, things that we're doing that we forget uh, the spirit in which we chose to do them and so you know you might have oh well let me tell a story from like yesterday our little on oh no, two days ago our little craft was um, to make these beautiful kind of folded stars that I'd gotten from a magazine as um, as decorations for our tree and kind of we just started making them and the kids were like drawing around the template and cutting them out and then I realised that like the rest of the craft after that was really, really complicated and um, and fiddly and they like just way above the kids' craft level. And, um, and so we made two stars but like that actually just wasn't the point of the activity. The point was to 
um, to spend time with the girls and, um, well, yeah, and our son was kind of running around too. He was having fun. Um, but to spend time together, um, talking a bit about the idea of, um, so Abraham and God telling him about his promise to make his descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and, um, and to just kind of enjoy doing craft on a Sunday afternoon together. And so that was actually the point not to make some kind of fancy stars and that point was achieved. And, um, yeah, I think we can get really caught up in how things are supposed to look or what they're supposed to be like, um, but it's important just to have, have grace for yourself and for your family in the season. Yeah, yep, yeah. yeah, it definitely can be a season where you can beat yourself up about not doing, you know, enough or not living up to the expectations of family members or there's a whole bunch of opportunities for guilt and burden that um, float around Christmas time. And mm. um, But uh, the wonderful joy of the gospel um, that kind of is just brought to us in the moment of God with us um, and then leading into him um, being God for us on the cross and then God within us by the Spirit after the resurrection of Jesus um, uh, is the beauty of uh, the forgiveness, um, the nature of um, that God with us is God's gift to us of forgiveness when we fail. Mm. And so if God can forgive um, our greatest uh, sins, there's a forgiveness for um, those moments when we fail at Christmas time. Mm. And so Christmas time can be a moment of great burden and great guilt, um, but let's not forget the reason for Christmas is Jesus' birth. Mm-hmm. Um, then that's the beautiful blessing of yeah forgiveness when we fail. And so it's not about perfection, but it's about um, learning and growing and walking towards Jesus and finding little ways to do that. Um, and in fact, uh, if you remember God's forgiveness at Christmas, you're actually remembering the heart of Christmas um, mm-hmm. even more. So if you fail at Christmas, you have a wonderful opportunity to celebrate Jesus, <laughs> even more so than if everything went really well. Yeah. <laughs> Even if you undercook the roast chicken. That was just that one time. What just happened to me and we had to go get Chico's. Yep. It's alright though with the Chico's. The Chico's was fine. The Chico's was great. My heart was a little bruised. <laughs> but it was fine. Well, that ended on a heavy note. <laughs> <laughs> this has been our chat about Christmas traditions. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Hope yeah. it blesses you. Yeah, um, yeah. Do you want to share a little bit about what you're, what we're doing this year? We didn't really do that. Yeah, no, we didn't really talk about that. Um, Just a so little, little bit of that, and then we'll finish. I'm getting on. a little excited. Um, so my one of my good friends from church um, kind of put the word out, and like a bunch of us bought this great um, uh, book all about um, a Christmas promise. And um, so I was just reading through it. It's got these little devotionals in it, um, but it goes through the whole story of. Um, of God's promises to his people, kind of starting uh, right at the beginning of the Bible, uh, looking at um, Adam and Eve and um, God's promise, particularly come to Eve in that moment where um, her yeah, she will bring forth a son who will kind of crush the serpent's head. I guess mm. that's talking the serpent, isn't it? This curse um, for telling Jesus. And then it goes through all the way through the Bible, um, right up to Jesus and just how he was the answer to um, to all of um, God's promises the whole way through. It's a brilliant resource. And, um, and I've just made these little um, kind of craft bits. So we're slowly building up a mural on the wall um, of a picture just from each story. So it'll kind of look like amazing, um, like nativity scene with Abraham and like 
um, Jacob and the staircase up to heaven and angels everywhere. And um, so I'm kind of excited, like we're on day three, so to see what mm-hmm. that looks like. Um, and and then as well, we've just got like a fun activity that goes with it. So today was um, getting Christmas cards out, which didn't didn't really happen because um, we're still making them. <laughs> but, but the kids are so beautiful. They're writing little Christmas cards to mm. their friends and putting candy canes in there. And, um, like, that's just lovely. That was yeah. our little, you know, and if, it, if we send them, I think they'll probably take them to their friends tomorrow. But um, mine will get posted at some point before Christmas. <laughs> oh, dear. Maybe. I don't have a good track record, to be honest. So um, it may happen. Um, but, yeah, we've just got this little, like, um, I've written a card in their advent calendar, which is full of, like, sweets and very unhealthy food. Um, and... Yeah, there's just different activities each day. And, um, yeah, if you want to follow along with it, I'm on Instagram. Um, It's all there. But, yeah, that's just been fun to, I think, to have something that's planned, but it's pretty low-key. Like, um, I mean, one of them is the kids' ballet concert. And it's just, let's be excited because there's ballet and let's, you know, dance for joy, um, which is already <laughs> happening. So <laughs> great. Um, some of them are like just going to the beach and having dinner um, or, yeah, like going and buying a present for daddy and like just, yeah, lots of different ones. And I've looked at like what is the day of the week. So some of our days are busier than others. Um, yeah, but just just something fun that we can do together that they can look forward to and it's kind of loosely attached to um to the thing that they're doing yeah um, but it's, it's like learning about that morning. but it's just trying to be intentional but simple yeah rather than yeah massive and exhausted yeah yeah yep. and the first day we i didn't do the devotional until quite late and one of our daughters was asleep um but the next two days we've kind of sat down at breakfast and um and just i don't know like i haven't gone through the questions word for word and read all the stuff because they're just, I don't know, they're a bit kind of excited at breakfast and they're, um, yeah, quite happy to just chat. So we just read the story from the Bible and um, and we just chat and I kind of loosely ask them the questions. But, yeah, like they're, yeah. they're just happy to, happy to listen. And then we do a little crafty thing together, yeah. stick it up on the wall. Our younger daughter loves blue tack. Like she just really likes blue tack. And so she's just so happy to stick everything up on the wall. That's pretty great. Mm. Mm. Anyway, that's all we're doing to try yeah. and, try and be <laughs> intentional, um, intentional, and not busy, and celebrate Jesus mm. at Christmas. Yeah. Oh, one of the things we another thing we do, last one um, is that on Christmas Day we have a birthday cake for yeah. Jesus. Birthday cake for Jesus on Christmas Day is, um, and that's been a pretty, yeah, that's one of my favorite additions to, well, our favorite, my favorite tradition that we've formed as a family. Traditions aren't bad, they're good in that they help us and they teach us stuff. Everyone has traditions, we're just not always thinking about them. Yeah. And that's one that we've thought about and we really love that and it's great. We sing happy birthday to Jesus. Uh, and yeah, it's a day where we remember, yeah, remember mm-hmm. God's son becoming God with us. Yeah, that we might have life in him. Yeah. Mm. Done? Done. Yeah. Bye. Enjoy.